0: Two one
1: two. Devolution of at nm slees hashtag verse TV two twelve C.
0: Labels do not care about talent anymore. It's about your popularity. So the music industry has changed drastically because of that. So when I was growing up, I would put on the radio and hear talented people. When you guys put on the radio now, you hear popular people.
1: Okay. So, my response is honestly, it's the any more for me, okay? And I don't know why people just don't want right. It uh, I classify that in, in the same realm of what Kim Kardashian recently got um in trouble for saying earlier this year or last year or whatever talking about uh people just don't want to work anymore. And I remember somebody put together a bit of a collage on Instagram going through all of the different times that's been said time and time and time and time and time and time again throughout history, going all the way back to like the 20s. It's always somebody who's like, I don't know what it is, but people just don't want to work anymore. Anymore, it's the anymore for me, anyway. But yes, yeah, and people present it like, oh, it's this profound revelation that, People just don't want to work anymore. I've realized that. Anyway, but yes, Nicki Minaj is right about the industry. Absolutely. I mean, she is in the industry at a high level, so golly. But her saying anymore does make us older millennials sound just that much older. Just just sound old, you know, to be like, oh, you youngsters don't get good music anymore. They used, we used, when I was growing up, and and she did it like that, kind of. When I was growing up, we had good music. We had talented people. It's like, okay, you know? But it's kind of like, and this is something that, that I acknowledge as I was growing up. It's kind of like the people being like, you millennial kids just don't know about good music. And the generation before that, the people were saying, you Gen X kids just don't know about good music. And the generation before that, baby, you baby boomer kids just don't know about good music. You silent generation kids just don't know about good music. And and people, again, Nicki Minaj's point is real. She made a, a real point because it is about the numbers of your popularity because music, companies don't want to invest in um, artist development anymore. They want you to already be a developed act and already have your following so they can just stamp a name onto you and be like, hey, this is our product, you know, kind of like America. Uh, No, I didn't say that. But kind of like how people... uh, And see, now I'm going to spend the whole time trying to backtalk myself. But kind of like people do when they conquer places. You know, like, hey, this is ours. So, no, no shade to America, because I love America. I am American. Okay? Darn right. American and proud. Represent. Anyway, basic complexity, your
0: um, whole thing. (laughs) Okay. um, After... Hearing what was, what was said, I will say that, honestly, I do agree with Nicki Minaj. Um, now, I do not want to be taking that context because that happens often. <laughs> However, when Nikki started um started to gain popularity, there we go. Um when Nikki started to gain popularity to the masses. There we go. Um she was making an extremely flamboyant uh, look, but she was, um, I'm sorry, flamboyant look, and it's we go Uh, work for her I am definitely not hating at all but she was she had created um, she had created uh, a, a initial look and it has been working for her so yeah that's her thing but she doesn't quite go on that extreme plan point look that she once did and that's what i have
1: Oh, right. I'll say, remember when Nicki Minaj first came out, she was very openly bi, actually, no, she started off openly lesbian, and then she sort of went into like, well, no, I mean, I like both, and then it kind of went into, well, I mean, I I like men, but sometimes women are cute, and then it went into, no, I'm totally heterosexual, sorry, I don't know, Uh, everybody can be attractive, I love everybody but I'm a hetero, and it's like, oh, okay. I love Nicki Minaj though, I do, I do. And I will say, as far as different generations having different tastes in music, I remember speaking with a silent generation family member of mine years ago when I was a little kid about Whitney Houston. And uh, Whitney Houston came on and I was like, yeah, you know, Let's l- listen to some Whitney Houston. She's, isn't she like the consummate best singer in the world? And my Silent Generation family member was like, I don't want to hear her yell at me. And I was <laughs> like, ooh, okay. So different people have d- different things that they like. But, you know, she loved people like um, Nat King Cole and... Uh, uh, Definitely younger than that King Cole, but she would also jam to some Barbara Streisand, you know, Um, uh, Neil Diamond, people like that anyway. But yeah, that was more her thing. But for Whitney Houston, she was like, I don't want to hear her yell at me, particularly on the song um, How Will I Know. Because that's what was playing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, how will I know it's on? You know, BH1 would always play throwbacks and such. And she was like, I don't want to hear her yell at me. Anyway, I will say that, well, just to double, Nicki uh, Minaj is right. I agree with what she's saying. She's right. She's right. She's right. And I will really lay it on thick in my one sentence and that Nicki Minaj is right. Today's companies want to see your numbers. They want no need, no requirement to do any artist development. They just want to slap their brand on you. And again, it's, oh, yeah. They just want to be able to slap their brand on you and be like, this is ours. And again, it's her anymore for me. It's the anymore for me. Anyway, um, you, one and one. Wow. I know I spoke about being in the hood before, but golly, people, oof. I love where I live. I love people. Anyway, basic complexity You're one square? All
0: right. Um i personally feel that music artists in general should try their best to, um, to say as true to themselves as possible i understand that Music come changes. Sorry. Music changes at the at all the time. I'm sorry. Um yeah, music changes all the time and that they have to change also. But just don't go way too far. That's what I have.
1: All right. So our next one. Are we ready? ready? And I need to be saying this each time. Share subscribe and share again please and thank you share with a friend share subscribe and share again thank you very much very much thank you
0: okay here we go and you're up, you're up, first.
1: up first hashtag care affirmed at head on fire pod.
2: Hashtag verse TV to 12D the kind of content giving me joy this week are those like transphobic Joe Rogan wannabe alpha male types who are like five foot six short kings and then show videos of them like getting this like intense surgery so they can become five foot eight short kings and do not get it twisted. You are still a short king at five eight. Because if you and I were both in the cereal aisle and some little old lady came up and wanted something off the top shelf, she'd be talking to my six foot six fruity ass and not yours. But then if somebody in the comments says, hey, congratulations on your gender affirming care, they are losing their minds. Because when they hear the words gender-affirming surgery, they think trans people and cutting off peepees. Folks, cutting off pee's is not just what gender-affirming surgery is. It is anything that you are doing to your body to align with the way that you see yourself inside. There are cisgender, heterosexual men that develop breast tissue that they do not want. And they have that removed because it does not align with the version of maleness that they feel about themselves inside. So nature did not give them the body that aligns with their identity, so they're gonna go buy it. It's the same thing, folks. But we have so much internalized transphobia internalized homophobia that we are so terrified at being thought of as doing the same thing as trans folks because like oh my gosh if that is what i did then am i gay normalize the fact that this is all just gender affirming care normalize the fact that gender affirming care is far beyond just cutting off pees but until then i i am enjoying uh, watching these transphobic alpha bros have an absolute meltdown it's fantastic thank you goodbye Mm. Basic complexity.
0: Alright, um it's funny overall because, because yeah um the so-called allegedly uh, so-called um alpha male alpha male kings um do seem to lose their minds while gender affirming care. Um some but not all just some. Um yet yeah, some heterosexual males are so threatened by a gay or in particular a gay person um that, that they may want them but to Wow, yeah, the type oh, excuse me. Um to be real, um (laughs) they To be completely real, not all, not all, um, attractive guys do or are the ones that gays chase after, and for anybody that truly knows. G Mill, in particular, Uh, we kind of are one, we are respectful, but two, we are picky. And like, at least speaking for myself, if I know you straight, I'm not chasing after you. I respect that. And have straight male friends um and I have gay male friends. It's all uh, cool in my eyes. And that's just the way that I said it. Um it just seems that some some heterosexual men seem to that every gay man wants them. And people are like, dude, you ain't even cute. <laughs> and that's just
1: what I all right. So you know it's interesting because I I won't say everyone thinks that. But I do remember my mom saying part of the reason that she was very um, on the team of same gender loving people is because, mm-hmm. like, when she would watch talk shows, you know, we're talking about when she's in her 20s, when she would mm-hmm. watch talk shows and stuff, and it was popular, like, in the 80s and 70s to have the gay person come on the show and tell this fam- like family I'm gay come out on a, a talk show great move and they they would be like well I mean you could be gay or whatever but just don't I don't want you to want me and my mom would be like why would they uh, why is that off so often the response I don't want you to want me that they don't necessarily want you Anyway, but yes, I just wasted a lot of time talking about that. Um, I did think my initial reaction is the same as my connection. I did initially think that um gender-affirming care was pretty much predominantly for uh cutting off PPs or inverting vaginas, but I I didn't realize it was more to it than that. like I was I wasn't opposed to it anyway. I, I just thought that's what it was. That was the extent of it. And no shade to shorter people, but um I, I get his point. He did throw y'all shorter people under the bus. I'm so, I'm sorry that he did, Kevin, I get it. It's okay. It's okay. I get it. And uh, yeah, I too. Like, I, I didn't realize what he mentioned as far as the uh, guys that form extra breast t- tissue and mm. them getting that removed and stuff. That's gender-affirming care. And I never looked at it that way. But I am one of those guys who had, has grown the uh, little piece of <laughs> extra uh, breast tissue there and kids used to tease me a lot in school for it, to the point that I would have to, like, not have to, but to the point that I would be walking around hunched over all the time trying to not let my shirt uh, come pull up against my breast because they are perky anyway. But my mom saw that and cited that as a, an issue, so we did go to the doctor to see about my options as far as, what I would do, and I'm glad I decided against it, but I did not choose to get the surgery to get my, it's called gynecomastia, when you grow a little extra breast tissue, when a man grows that, and I'm glad that I didn't um, ask them to do anything with it anyway. All oh, right, basic complexity, you're one and
0: one. Um, yeah, really simple when it comes to it. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, and short and simple. Um, just that everyone don't want to just chill out. That's it.
1: Okay. And I will finish what I was saying. Uh, so, but in my um, sexual exploration days, that I had also called my thought days. But in those mm-hmm. sexual exploration days, right after high school, <laughs> in college, I quickly learned that a lot of dudes, not all dudes, but a, a good number of dudes, in spite of the fact that like, I would be teased so badly for it in high school, it's like for a lot of dudes, it was something that they really Love uh, Because it would like, I, I guess it would help them feel like a little bit more of a man. Like I'm gay, but I'm with a man that has breasts, light, small breasts. So maybe it, that would help them feel more manly. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But um, I do feel that that has me feel a, that's often or for a long time had me feel a connection to people in the trans community because it's like I kind of experience both sides as well. You know, without the awful troubles that the world puts trans people through and we need to make the world a better place for everyone to live. But that that was sort of a an interesting connection of mine because like i have it, it anyway my one sentence is we assume the life and the purpose of the actions of people then we conjecture and judge them doesn't the bible say that we shouldn't judge we don't we don't read it We don't read the Bible. It's a really big book. But that shouldn't be an excuse. But for many, it is. Anyway, it's complexity. Um, Yeah. Are you ready for our closing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of closing,
0: I'm Aaron Mack.
1: This has been hashtag Verse TV week two hundred twelve, and we are closing out. And um, yes, you can find hashtag Verse TV at hashtag V E R S T E A B. You can also find us www.versetv.com, and if you wish to email me. You can email me Aaron Mac at versetv That's A A R O N, M C K, at B E R S T E A B dot com. Basic complexity?
0: Yes. I'm sorry, I was drawing a blank. Um. Yes, I could. And then um so I was trying to here we go. I was trying to pull up my contact version. Um but it could be found at um basic complexity at verse tv.com Let's <laughs> B A S I C C O M P L E X I T Y at v e r s t e a v dot com. And yes, there is the email. Um, can also be found on Instagram at Basic Complexity. And once again, that's B-A-S-I-C-C-O-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. Also, I could be found on TikTok and screen name there and because Basic Complexity was currently already taken by someone. um. But, yeah, I didn't have much of a choice. So, on TikTok, my screen name is My Basic Complexity. And, yeah, that's what I have.
1: All right, social media family. This has been week two. 112. And we are about to go into our timeless live once timeless TV. All right. And...
0: I'll do it this way.
1: I'm still with you all, but it's just just a touch of moment. A little bit, just a little bit, with <laughs> just a touch of moment. <laughs> anyway, all right. So are you ready for the time, live once? Timeless TV segment, which often, not always, but it seems like it will at least often be our musical segment. Are you ready for some music? Yeah. Music from a good millennial's childhood. So, <laughs> technically, all of these songs are from the year 1996.
0: Hmm.
1: And hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mag.
0: Kevin, aka Basic Complex, Hashtag Verse TV family.
1: Hashtag Verse TV. For hashtag VerseTV family, 212.